Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian Espinol, and joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cold. partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Yeah, man. Boy, do we got a nice week for y'all. Hell yeah. So excited. Also, back from the dead. It's the fucking edgelord himself. It is a big news, Brian. I still can't taste anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, (laughs) you got to give up something for health. Uh, It's good to be back all together as a unit, the squad. Uh, I'm so excited to, to get into today's show. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get into plugs right away. You can find me at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Joshua Cole. Where can they find you? That's at JD Cole underscore three seven on Instagram. Hell yeah, Brian. You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And uh, whenever I decide to stream sometime this decade, maybe by the time the next presidency comes, uh, I'll That's be streaming. Here. He just got enough. Uh, after the, no, I meant the next one after this one. You oh, know what I mean? My bad. My uh, so you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. All right. You can follow the show at itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, especially joining us on Twitter because we do a weekly RGC poll for the audience to choose uh it is uh every sunday every time every week every day the chapter comes out like a couple hours after i usually put up the poll uh they only let me use four so if you have a favorite that's not on there write it in i'll count it as a vote uh also follow our theme song guy at drum foo uh at drum underscore foo very talented gentleman uh if you have any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk to us about, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com or comment below on the video that you're watching. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, give us a five-star review. That'll be super sweet of you to do. Uh, also, Spotify, we're on that. Follow us there, Google Podcast, Amazon Music. We're, we're everywhere. Everywhere! Uh, so find us there. And if you're listening on YouTube, please like, subscribe, all the things, share the stuff, uh, all the things. I don't like self-promotion. Anyway, let's get into the show. Uh, It is time to randomize. Oh, no, 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 no. It's time, boy. It's time. (laughs) One piece. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, I said a whole lot of things before the podcast, but all the bullshit aside, <laughs> RGC. Yeah, number one. Okay. RGC certified. RGC certified. RGC. Uh, not only that, it's also the audience voted RGC of the week. Certified. RGC certified. RGC certified. All right, well, okay. if they're going to do it, then I'm going to do okay. it, too, then. Yeah, RGC. <laughs> I'm just going to drop it three times. Come on, Chris. Come on, I did. Chris. I gave it my RGC. It's my RGC. Certified RGC. Oh, my God. It's a new, it's a new jump citizen record. 
Yeah, this is Yo. the first time. Yo. In ever since we started doing the RGCs, that it has won a completely audience and and uh, co-hosts uh, uni- unified RGC. We still we do have to make it uh, uh, an, a unified RGC, fucking a unanimous RGC sound. But until this then, is like a a, a giga ultra unanimous RGC. <laughs> this though. is harmonic convergence. <laughs> RGC. <laughs> By the way, I mean, you know, for the people who watch these videos individually, RGC stands for really good chapter. It was voted on by the fans of the show that follow us on Twitter. Yeah, guys, voted for uh, One Piece. I think it won 40% of the vote when I last checked. Uh, the grand majority. I mean, this is honestly pretty much a surprise because Black Clover was also on that list. And I was like, honestly, honestly this is Oda's <laughs> highest accolade that he could ever have. <laughs> yeah, His, someone uh... tell Oda. The ultra giga have, unanimous. I, I, I would have to agree with that, Brian. I yeah. would have to agree. <laughs> I mean, he's that's what he's been doing, right? He's just been trying to get the yeah. unified RGC uh, yeah. this entire, this entire time. time. He can uh, retire yeah. now. Yeah, that. he can retire now and be happy. He has that anything else to work for, you know? You got it, bro. You got it. So I wonder who's gonna be next. Let's get into this. Uh, <laughs> let's get into One Piece chapter one thousand and one. Battle of Monsters on Onigashima. And man, this chapter doesn't lie. Uh, it starts off immediately where he uh, Kaido's just getting up and recovering from the punch he just took from Luffy. Uh, and he's like, this punch damaged me? And Luffy's face is just regular. He's just like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, how'd that one feel? <laughs> you fucking that asshole. That bitch hurt, didn't it? That bitch hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch hurt, right? <laughs> yeah, and Everybody's like, whoa, that was crazy. Like, well, that cookie on your forehead, nigga. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Zoro, Kid, uh, fucking Killer, and Law are all like, shit, that was wild. Is that the new hockey? And, um, you know, as Kaido's getting up from, uh, f- from getting knocked the fuck down, he starts to think, is like, there are only a scant few capable of fighting me. And behind Luffy, he can see the vestiges of all the people who are like, capable of taking him down you know there's rocks there's odin there's whitebeard and there's gold roger himself and shanks and he's just like how how high will your ceiling go and uh real quick what everybody there are a lot of people who are outraged that garp wasn't there in the background i mean you can't can't fuck with him that's why i mean garp (laughs) took down rocks Garp fans hold that l Garp took down rocks. He should be able to take down Kaido. With help from all the other feds and apps. <laughs> no, he, he only had... Ways. It was him No, he only had uh, Roger. He only had Roger for that. That's a lot. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's Roger. And that's he's true. one of those vestules. Vestibules? Vestibules. Vestibules. Vestibules? Listen, man, I'm real hype right now. I'm real hype. Yeah. I'm a little belligerent, right? Yeah. So I guess Kaido decides to really put Luffy to the test. And then he recreates that Thunder Bagua experiment from before where he just like automatic. He just like, hey, Luffy, Thunder Bagua. And then Luffy, he still manages to get hit by it, but like it doesn't affect him as hard. But, you know, it, it bums about because he's like, shit, I was reading the future and everything, you know. And uh, but he just kind of like barely dodged it. It looked like it just uh, scathed him. And Kaido was kind of impressed. He's like, very good boy. You won't let the same mm. one hit you head on twice. And you I'm didn't like, get hit by the GG machine. 
yeah. Oh, you yeah, didn't get hit time. by my GG club. It was pretty cool. <laughs> he said, okay, let's see if we're going to have an actual scrap. Yeah, Big Mom comes yeah. down. She's not wasting any time. He's like, I'm going to burn this guy alive with fucking, um, who's it? which one is this one? I know there's like Neptune. No, this is that's a uh, that's a uh, Prometheus. Prometheus, right? Prometheus, there you go. Yeah, he, she starts to bring down Prometheus, and then Zoro himself he uses the Foxfire style and cuts Prometheus in half. Very Green. cool, like an onion. Yeah, uh, and Luffy's like, "Whoa, that's Kidamon's technique," and is like, "Yeah, I learned how to cut fire, boy." Uh, he said, "I stole it." Yeah, he stole it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he kept the bro. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, he didn't teach me shit. I watched him. Yeah, and Kaido's like trying to run up on him, but then Law basically like switches places, like with something, like warps him out of there. And then he immediately is like, Luffy, I just want to make one thing clear. I was already planning to move the samurai, but when you told me to do it right now as I was doing <laughs> it, it looked like I was following your orders. Which I like that they addressed, kind of, because I was uh, last week. I was like, "Yo, yeah, we we did check that. We, yeah, we, we did." Yeah. Last week is like, "Oh, I think that, Law really knows knows the real deal right now." But no, turns out that he was already doing it, and Luffy just he's said like, it. "Listen, I was, yo, he made a point. That is hilarious." <laughs> yeah, I like the same way. I just saved your ass now with my own will. Yeah, kid is just like. Is that right, Trafalgar Law? Are you straw hat's henchmen now? They're just like they start just talking shit to each other as the warlords are out here trying to kill them. Oh my god. And oh <laughs> my god, my, one of my favorite moments in One Piece period happens yes. right now. So so Big Mom just launches like a Prometheus attack called Heavily Bonbons, which are basically just fireballs. One, one of the emperors, by the way. Yeah, they, and these are soul fire. It's not just fucking fire. It's fire from the pits of her soul. So she sure. just launches this fire out as they're arguing, and they're just like, okay, then whoever reacts to this first is the one. <laughs> <laughs> so they're really going to test their toughness by the measure of a fucking emperor's fire and as it's coming closer everybody's like yo why would we do that that's stupid uh <laughs> shit like that is why you guys are so small time and then luffy's like all right i guess that's what makes you guys losers then and then they just freeze up they're like you know what we're taking you on <laughs> fuck you dude yeah, we do a fuck out of here i'm here to be the last one i ain't no bitch and these three <laughs> panels sensational top to bottom i i Manga is very funny, and One Piece is very funny. <laughs> yeah, here's here's the deal. <laughs> While he was they're like, like this <laughs> as the fireball is like here to their fucking face. The fi- they're checking on each other to see who reacts. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Did anyone move yet? <laughs> and then they all three get hit with the fireball, and man, fate head on, like clean hit. <laughs> one. But, one one Piece is very funny. Manga in general is very funny, but very rarely does manga make me like laugh out loud. I laughed for like three solid minutes. <laughs> this is so fucking funny to me. Just it's their- so rare to see Law like be goofy. take part in this kind of BS. <laughs> <laughs> I love this moment, top to bottom. One of my favorite moments in the series. All thousand chapters. I loved it. Uh, as they all get hit, Zoro's just flabbergasted. Like, what are you doing right now? And uh, so he decides to take it up on himself. He's like, you know what? Don't get in my way. He took Kiri Kazamo. 
and um, oh, Kamazo. It, and Killer's kind of shocked. He's like, "Oh shit, you know who I am?" He's like, "Yeah, I know you. I know you by your little laugh there." So he's actually flying. That's yeah. actually insane. Yeah, yeah. We we recorded that a long time ago. <laughs> that was a drop from like episode nine or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. It all came circling around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the both of them try. Oh, first of all, Killer's like it starts dropping some spicy knowledge. It's like if I had these cool Punisher claw things that I use, you would have been dead, Roanoa. Um, and Zoro's like the outcome would have been the same. Onigiri. <laughs> he doesn't even. So I was like, shut the fuck up, punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, and they both like do the cool samurai thing with Kaido. But it doesn't he really... did his three sword style. That's a lot of things we ain't see in a minute. He hasn't pulled out the third sword in a long time, right? He's using it, but it is kind of like rare that he uses all three of them at the same time these days. Mm. But it leaves like kind of just a, a dent on Kaido. It doesn't cut him at all. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. well done. He's just hype. He's like, oh, I might be able to die now. I'm so excited. Sweet. <laughs> Uh, the captains all get up and they all just start immediately break out their ultimate moves. Uh, Eustace Kid uses Punk Rotten. Luffy's in Gear Four off the bat. Uh, Law <laughs> does Law does the room, and man, two page spread of oh, all three of them wow. just approaching them. And like apparently, Eustace one of Eustace's special moves is basically he turns himself into a fucking mech. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, right. Like, what else was the fuck? What else was he gonna do, right? Like, that, like this is Oda we're talking about. Yeah. And this uh, was really cool. Yeah. So they're all about to use their strongest attacks. Luffy hits him with the Kong gun. He, uh, this guy, uh, Eustace hits him with the fucking punk vice, and then Law drops a bunch of fucking sharp, like rubble on him, and. You know, my, Big Mom's just out here vibing, like, ha, 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 you think that's enough to beat us? And then Kaido comes up in his full dragon form as the chapter ends on a two-page spread. Everybody's still in their final forms, facing up against the emperors and their scariest incarnations. Um, man, so fucking cool. Uh, that was nuts. Yeah, obviously, a very, very fun chapter of One Piece to read. Uh, it kind of has, like... All that you want out of One Piece is just this fun action, funny stuff, you know, cool moments between characters talking shit. Yeah. It's fucking quintessential One Piece. We love it. Man, the you know what else is quintessential great. One Piece, the though? limitless. Yeah. Well, what, what's, you, the, what's quintessential One Piece, Bray? One Piece is on break next week. Oh. <laughs> quintessential One Piece. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a sound sad enough right now because the soundboard got uh, wiped clean, but I guess I'll use this one. Oh, man. Like, it happens. I know it happens, but it still always just, just, just tugs my, you know, just, yeah. Just <laughs> random I'll tell you this. I, I, <laughs> Take I that. knew that. I knew coming in that it, it's off next week, but then like getting sucked into the fun of this chapter, I forgot. And then Brian had to <laughs> break our goddamn heart with his goddamn news. <laughs> goddamn you, Brian. But a uh, great chapter of One Piece. I mean, I don't know how much else I could say. It was just so much fun. Um, you guys ready to move on? 
Yeah, of course. One yeah. Piece is great as always. It's time to randomize. King in Black. I forgot that sound. Wow. This is King in Black number three. Uh, I'm I'm glad to get like an actual uh, little issue of, of King in Black. Uh, it starts off. Eddie Brock has just been deaded, uh, and everybody's sad. Everybody on the outside is losing to the Null forces. Um, and apparently Reed got this uh, drive given to him by this dude named Wraith. I think we remember, I think I know this guy. He isn't he one of like the good symbiote folks. I don't know, but he he gave them something in the tie-in that would help them. You know what they're doing. So first things first, they got to like transport uh, and protect Dylan, and that's kind of the mission here. Um, they'll escort them to. Uh, Wait, Wolverine and Spider-Man are tasked to escort Dylan out and uh, protect him at all costs so they could do stuff, I guess. Um, and they do so. Spider-Man and Wolverine start fucking shit up in New York. They bring Dylan with them, and Dylan's pretty capable himself. Uh, he starts to display his symbiote controlling powers and frees Captain America from his thing uh, and takes a shield, too. Pretty cool moment. Um, and at that yeah, moment... Yeah, it's like a rite of passage for young... Uh, <laughs> For young heroes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Catch yeah. America, Captain America's shield. Yeah. So at that moment, Null starts to feel pain himself because Dylan is more connected to the symbiotes than anybody. So any damage he in particular does to the symbiotes, Null feels to a degree. But that's also a bad thing because now he knows where he is. And he's like, I'm going to get you, kid. Uh, so, you know, he just goes full force for Dylan. But who comes in and saves the day? Thor. Call partner, but it should be called Gangster Time. So he comes from wherever the fuck he was at. I guess he... His own series, his, I guess. I guess that arc finished up. Hmm, we didn't see it yet. Yeah, It's funny, because Donny Cates writes both the Thors. So I guess like he purposefully yeah. kept him out. Like He's doing stuff for me right now. He'll be back soon when his arc is done. Like It's not like we, didn't, we thought he would never return or nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just... It was really interesting that it, he didn't finish that up for us, given the, given the, you know, the fact that he's writing both series. Yeah, sure, I would have did it that way, but maybe it was just out of his hands. Yeah, um, no big deal. So Thor starts like fighting with Null, and Null just kind of beats him real fast. <laughs> he's just like catches an attitude. Yeah, he's like, ah, you thought you could yeah. beat me, you dumb fucking thunder god. You could never. You never really beat anybody up top when you show up all cool and shit. Um, if you were, I mean, with- shit. The, the 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 writing was really nice. No, it's awesome between them. They would talk. Yeah, I mean, I'm being you said it right. The language was incredibly spicy. Yeah, I'm being dismissive, but it is the, the next few pages where Null and Thor are fighting are actually pretty cool. He knocks his jaw off with the Mjolnir. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, when he really gets mad. He- <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, just clean knocks his jaw off. It doesn't really like work. He's just like, "Ow, you bitch!" And um, that's when he's like, "You know what? Fuck this! I'm not playing this game anymore." And he uh, awakens the Celestials, and everyone's like, "Oh no, <laughs> we're fucked!" Um, and that's when Noel just like sprouts a, a symbiote sword from his back and stabs Thor uh, in his back, and. Uh, all seems to be lost, but then Iron Man Tony Stark comes through, riding a symbiote dragon that he took over with his extremist armor. It's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, you know, last we saw him, he was fighting Santa Claus, but that's all right. 
Sure. It would have been cool to yeah. see this happen in his tie-in with Doctor Doom, but okay. I guess we had we really needed to fight him, have him fight Santa Claus for a minute. Um, but he's like, everybody's like, yo, you have a fucking dragon? He's like, not really. I have a symbiote dragon that can morph into whatever I really want to. So he basically, I don't know if he turns this thing into a, oh, he takes over one of the Celestials. And then he just starts fighting the other Celestials with this Celestial. Uh, pretty cool. Iron Man has the Celestial armor now. Uh, yeah, that shit is pretty pretty wild. Yeah, but you know, so I saw that issue, but Thor's still kind of like dying. Yeah, so. he's, he's like, ow! <laughs> Why would you do this to me? You write me too, uh, bro. He tells him, I I really really appreciate the fact that he brings up the fact that yeah, I know you fought the All Black before. He didn't mention gore or nothing like that, but I guess he is. So yeah, and it's like why he just says, I know somebody was using my shit, and you you. It was really hard for you to win, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> you had to go like back in time and forward in time in order to fucking take him down. It's not and easy. Guess what? You can't get that weird again. You're not that creative. <laughs> <laughs> and neither is this author. Yeah. So um, you're going to lose this one, buddy, and they're going to have to have another way to win. <laughs> yeah. I like um, that. He didn't say that word for word, but take our word for it. That that was essentially what was said. Yeah, that's how we wrote it. That's how we wrote it written, okay? <laughs> Black number three. Um, yeah. But then um, all seems lost for a second, but it turns out uh, someone has come to save the day. It is the Black Silver Surfer. Uh, not the, not like a different Silver Surfer. It's the Silver African Surfer. It's the actual Silver Surfer. <laughs> yeah. That is now Black. In an, As in uh, color and title. Yeah. No, Matt. I mean, I think he's still the Silver Surfer, but he's just black now. I don't know. You know more than me, bro. I'm going to just stop. Dog, I'm just trying to remember <laughs> why. I, I remember he I showed up. I feel like up. it's getting worse with, with each sentence. He caught him. Uh, he, he explained what happened to him in the Thor run. We don't remember that. So we'll just have to accept it on face value. But this is what he is now. I mean, his board is silver. Yeah. He's surfing on... Silver. He's um, not the silver surfer. Yeah. Like the guy that's silver who surfs. His board is silver, so that's what really yeah. Yeah. He's a I I guess. He's a silver surfboarder? Would that be better? No, uh, he's a surfboarder on a silver surfboard. Hmm. That seems a little much. <laughs> but that's <laughs> so if, anyway. if you really want to get accurate. Yeah. That's the way you gotta address them. It's, I mean, well, on these next pages, they show probably some of the coolest variant art I've ever seen. Yeah, in my entire life. I didn't even. And I don't that. know where this was at before. I mean, I these are only for like, so long to show us. Yeah, Th- yeah, these are cool. I mean, it's basically every cover is a nullified version of the Marvel heroes, which is pretty sick. Um, Daredevils is pretty scary. I'm like, aren't you in jail? Is he gonna leave jail for this? Yeah, maybe this is right before jail. Because there is a Daredevil, like the next Daredevil issue is a tie into this, so I wonder if he's gonna have to leave jail. But anyway, that was Daredevil. I mean, not not Daredevil. That was King in Black. Um, still great art, awesome. Having Thor fight things always cool. Can't hate on it. It's just like a big fun. This is like what I feel like what metal wanted to be. It's just like a like a real metal, like violent story, <laughs> and it just took too long to get to. But um, I appreciate it. Um, 
That's all I got to say about it. You guys ready to move on? Yeah. All right. It is time to renovate. Rocket to punch! Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 135, The Shibuya Incident Part 2. Last we left off, uh, Choso showed up to defend Itadori. I read up on that just so I can understand what was happening there. Uh, apparently, yeah. in their last like uh, debacle, you know, their last fight, uh, he be- Choso became kind of confused as to like Itadori and um, and his memories got warped. So for whatever reason, he started to believe that Itadori was one of his brothers. On top of that, uh, because Choso can feel the the deaths or the imminent deaths of uh, his his family members through their blood connection, his like cursed uh, technique, his blood stuff, his controlling blood, he he could feel Itadori was about to die. So that must mean to him logically that Itadori is somehow his brother. And that's why he is the way he is. He's just kind of like a confused guy. He, um, but yeah, he's just... So Itadori has two dudes who want to be his brother. <laughs> I guess so. Um, he, he's just as, as confused as me. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Because I... Yeah, I mean... I'm just thinking, why? He's, what? He, well, he's not sure of himself, you know? He's just like, all I know is I can really only sense the deaths of... The, of my brothers, and if I sense Itadori, then for whatever reason, that he must be my brother. Uh, so yeah, they need to they they need to address that later on because I expect more from the series. Yeah, or uh, rather, they've set the standards so high, <laughs> you know, for uh, for uh, explanations and for the, shit. Yeah, yeah, for explanations. Yes, thank you, Ryan. <laughs> so. Yeah, if there's anything the series is not lacking in is explanations um, <laughs> to what happens so you can't question and say that's dumb or doesn't make sense yeah but uh anyway battle 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 <laughs> uh he starts fighting with Man. this ice lady um the blood stuff is actually really fast even for her where she's like shit this is tough yeah, this guy's straight out of dead man wonderland yeah he's just out here doing cool shit fighting with ghetto ghetto is just like Bitch, you can't get close to me yet. Um, he said, "Don't push yourself. You must be tired." And he's like, "So what? Is that any reason to not put my life on the line for my little brother?" Panda Man is just as confused as Josh is. is like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Are you related?" Hmm. And yeah, sir, I'm just asking, but you're not related, right? You're not related, right? <laughs> Panda Man would have been like, "Yeah, we gotta execute you right now if oh, that's yeah. actually your brother." <laughs> Damn, dude. This is unfortunate. Like, we were already going to execute you once you ate all the fingers, but this is getting dire now. Well, you're yeah. actually related Yo, to And then Itadori su- reminds me, because I, I almost forgot, like, because I was so shocked about what's happening right now. And he says, no way. He almost killed me earlier. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> they, like, kind of fucking... They had, like, a whole throwdown in a bathroom, right? They had multiple flo- throwdowns. Everyone's confused is basically the point. Um, but, you know, no time to really think about that now. Uh, it's time to really take down Ghetto and all and this lady henchman of his who has, like, pretty strong fucking ice man, uh, um, jujutsu as she, like, manages to, like, freeze everybody like Aokiji from One Piece. He's just, she just, like, blows Yeah, almost ice. instantaneous. 
Yeah. Everybody Come on, bro. Let us see what Panda can do. <laughs> yeah. It seems to have like some kind of uh, a thing. Uh, oh, no. Or is this um, the blood magic that she stopped earlier? Uh, I think it is. Anyway. He's like, he, um, Geto's like, don't kill them. I need a messenger. And she's like, okay, we only need one messenger. Can I kill everyone else? Um, so she basically walks right up to Gojo, uh, Chozo, and is like, I'm about to ice you, fool. And then that's when um, Itadori just drop kicks uh, the ice off of, jo- of Choso. And conveniently, he's the only one that wasn't frozen at the moment. So, you know, they team up for a while. The the broom witch comes down. Pretty cool special move. She just, like, does this cool air attack that she uh, uses her, like, broom that she's flying on to sweep this wind scythe at them. Uh, they block it, but I like the aesthetic of that move. I thought it was pretty sick. That's going to look yeah. really cool animated. I feel it's like I s- we say this. Tight. You I feel say like we this. this at least once every time we cover Jujutsu Kaisen where it's like, Man, that's going to look cool in the anime. <laughs> it's literally always you. You're always someone to be like, yeah, this would really look cool in the anime. And it would. Are you telling me you didn't think of that? I know. I'm not saying it all the time. <laughs> I agree. But, um, yeah, in any case, she they just stop it. And uh, she does the ice formation. And she's like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm killing all of you except for Itadori. Uh, and then she proceeds to drop, like, spiked ice spikes down on itadori and i'm like you're supposed to leave him alive right (laughs) you're not supposed to murder this guy but um they are saved once again by uh by this girl named yuki sukumo sukumo who i remember um she's she's uh, the guy she's the chick that's into his into her brother right or no she's the chick or is that another person she's the lady who trained uh toto and she shows up in the flashback of uh, Gojo and Ghetto. And uh, there's not kinda much. Kind of puts the battery in his back. Basically. Nah, well, nah, I don't want to say that, but. He... Well, they both yeah, have the same he, goal. He interpreted it a certain way. Yeah. She didn't help. She didn't tell him, like, listen, at the end of the day, we're not going to kill the humans, though. I mean, it's an idea, but we're not going to do that. It's not cool. Anyway, that's not really Gojo's sensei. That's that weirdo in his brain. Yeah. I mean, either so, either way, like she. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, she. They were both talking about how to get rid of like curses forever, but um, <laughs> Ghetto took it a whole different direction. Uh, she didn't really agree. At least that much is good that she's not like, you know, you got a point there, Ghetto. She was like, mm, I wouldn't have gone there, but I'm not gonna stop you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there's not much known about her. I think we're probably gonna learn more now. Um, very cool. Very interesting chapter. Very fun chapter to read because of the action. Yeah. Uh, the stuff with Chozo is a little weird, obviously. Uh, I'm still not like 100% sold on that little plot point, but I'll take it. I'll accept it for now. We'll, we'll have to see the explaining later. I'm, I have faith. Mm-hmm. But um, in any case, it is time to randomize. Who said, is this ice? <laughs> Dickhead, is it cold? Avengers. This is Avengers oh, number yeah. uh, Avengers number forty one. Enter the Phoenix Part Two. Uh, last we left off in this arc, um, the uh, various random characters across the Marvel universe have been assembled by the Phoenix Force to fight in, I guess, like a battle royale tournament thing, 
to decide who will be the new uh, host for the Phoenix. Uh, Not exactly a battle royale. I mean, these are one-offs. Yeah, but they and happen I'm like really at the same time. The vibe, I think. I, I guess. But I'm, I'm, it's like a bracket style where there's yeah. multiple matches at once, right? Yeah. But there's no actual bracket. They're just eventually they're they're dwindling each other out. Yeah. You know, because Black Panther eventually goes into fighting him. We'll get to that later. But I do want to say this. I feel like who uh the was that Jason Aaron doing this? Yeah. Right. Um, he definitely read X the Swords or was it was like heard thing heard enough things to be like, oh, they're not really having a tournament fight <laughs> with one on one properly. Yeah. Oh, I'm stealing it, Thunder. I mean, stealing I would have, I would have accepted I'm, it from both parties, honestly. Like, if you, if both of them wanted to do tournaments, I would have taken both, you know. But this is, yeah, like Josh said, this is more like of a one-on-one tournament style. Uh, we start off with Black Panther. Um, he's in front of this tree thing in Wakanda, and his opponent, Man Thing, comes through, and they start fighting because that's just kind of how it has to be. They have to fight each other in order. And whoever wins gets like more vestiges of the of the Phoenix Force. Um, by touching the man thing, Black Panther starts to absorb it within himself, and he goes, "Forgive me for my wrongs. I've just begun." And starts fighting Man Thing. Um, that battle like continues. Like, well, he first of all, it looks like he smokes him in one panel, uh, and he he wins and he returns to this like purgatory esque space um, where yeah. the other heroes are waiting. And is like, shit, man. Did you f- did you kill the man thing? Is like he'll grow back. I'm like that's mean. <laughs> that's mean, T'Challa. <laughs> so that's very mean. And everybody's like, yeah, is this gonna keep happening? Because I don't really want to fight Moon Girl. She's like seven years old. I don't really want to fight against a full ass child. Um, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's got a, di- a a dinosaur with her. That's basically Moon Girl's thing. Is that she's like incredibly intelligent. But she also has this giant dinosaur um, to be the muscle. But yeah, Wolverine's like, this is suppo- this place is supposed to be for the Phoenix Wielders. And if you guys are going to join them, I'm going to beat you guys up. And everybody's like, calm down, Wolverine. There's a little girl here. Nobody wants to mm-hmm. be part of your dumb little demon club. Um, Namor is just like out here looking for the smoke immediately. He's like, who am I fighting? You, you? How about you, Shang-Chi, who's doing yoga peacefully by himself? Um, <laughs> before Is thing, it you? <laughs> he gets up real you, close Dude, spits in his Chi face. Like, Nigga, I will break your jaw <laughs> with, my, with my no powers having ass. You know the people with no powers are. She I like Shang-Chi. I'll say this. Nigga, I like Red Widow? <laughs> Red Widow is great. Hey, 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 hey. She has no powers. Everybody has powers in this arc. Everybody gets the Phoenix Force. All right? So Shang-Chi... You gotta with, actually use them, though. Shang-Chi with the Phoenix Force is basically Rock Lee in, in the Gates form, I think. At the very least, he's Rock Lee in the Gates form. Sure. All right. You got it this time, <laughs> Finally. One for the powerless, folks. I will tell. I will tell. So, yeah, he basically is all up in fucking Shang-Chi's face, and Shang-Chi doesn't even pay mind. Uh, Hulk decides, She-Hulk is like, all right, this guy's going to be a problem. We might as well take care of him right here, right now. Um, But the Phoenix Force doesn't really allow it, and it chooses the next uh, couple of folks to go uh, head-to-head. 
which is Luke Cage and also the American Eagle, who I'm not really sure who he is. He's pretty, <laughs> I guess he's a super obscure hero. Um, Luke Cage is like, I don't really want to be part of this dumb Phoenix shit. And American Eagle's like, I do. And just socks him in the face. They continue their battle. In the blue area of the moon, uh, Shauna the She-Devil fights off against Moon Moon Girl and uh, Devil Dinosaur. I don't know where Moon Girl is. Is she supposed to be the I she- think it's just the dinosaur. Maybe the phoenix was like, yeah, I'm not going to violate this little girl. <laughs> I don't right. see her anywhere. She's I'm not kinda, a like, monster. Or tied up somewhere else. Yeah. But are they going to kill her fucking dinosaur? Like, come on. Yeah, I guess they got to kill her dinosaur. It's um, whack. Uh, Valkyrie is faced up against the orb. <laughs> I'm surprised. Wax his fucking face with a fucking mace, dude. It was wild. (laughs) You could see the folds of the fucking orb just like form around the mace. I'm like, yeah. Um, Yeah, it was. It was pretty aggressive. Um, Yeah, (laughs) really aggressive. This is my favorite one, though, because Hyperion is matched up with someone and he, he beats himself because he starts to realize, like, such awesome power. With this combined with my actual intrinsic powers, I can just start to heal, hear more languages than I can count. As many races as there are stars, uh, all laughing, crying, whispering love to one another. It is the universe teeming with life. Rebirth. No. And he just like crumbles down. He's like, this will change me. Expand my mind. <laughs> I cannot be this open-minded. <laughs> Yo, oh my God. I wanted to cry, man. Like, they are smoking these niggas. Yo, I love the Spider Supreme. But you know why. Because of who they getting at. It's like Team America, nigga. Yeah. I love this shit. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> he said, God forbid. Tolerance. Oh, And who is he matched up against but Shang-Chi, who's still fucking chilling. In his Zen he looks pose. like the yellow Power Ranger, but he is chilling. He said, and um, basically, he explains that Shang Chi is a master of many martial arts, including the art of fighting without fighting. And I'm like, all right, but <laughs> yeah. So, so essentially, Jackie Chan beat Superman. Yeah. Um, by meditating, you know. I mean, anyways, I don't hate it. Honestly, if Shang Chi ended up with the Phoenix Force, I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. I wouldn't mind it. Um, then we cut over to Josh's favorite character, the Red Widow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He shows up, yeah, she okay, shows up, and bro, she's like... That's not your favorite, but that's in your top five. Nah, she's a villain, dude. I would never. I would never. <laughs> she is paired up with uh, Howard the Duck, who also has the Phoenix Force, and I think like it's, for, it's played for last because he immediately gets fucking rocked. And I'm like, man... I wish they had kept Howard the Duck around. I think like that could have been more interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, she fucking solos and defeats easily the Howard the Duck with Phoenix Force powers. Um, and the I can't v- believe it. <laughs> Who can actually beat Howard the Duck? Like, this is some bullshit. With Phoenix Force powers? <laughs> yeah. Come on. It yeah. makes it basically a fair, a fair fight regardless. So you might as well not have powers, and has the best physical ability, which of course, yeah, 
Red yeah. Widow and Black Widow and the bow and arrow guys yeah. and change air anyway. <laughs> this is Josh's worst nightmare is uh is no power people being included in such this a is very really massive thing. Because <laughs> um, they keep winning. So Red Widow emerges from her clear and easy victory against the Howard the Duck and you know, uh Black Panther's just chilling, but then he gets he gets approached by the uh by the original wielder of the Phoenix Force, the uh, 1 million BC Phoenix Force. And she's just talked to him, like, you can end this. I've, I've been talking to the Phoenix, you know, and it says it wants you, man. So, you know, give yourself to her to burn the name of Wakanda across the stars. And uh, Black Panther's like, you know, you need to back the fuck up, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, but I'm going to use it my way. I'm not going to fucking play the Phoenix's game. Um. So he gets teleported to his next match, and it turns out it is uh what what's his name Nighthawk, um Batman. Yeah, the Squadron Supreme's uh Batman equivalent. Um, and this is kind of like okay, but apparently, uh, Nighthawk was originally the ambassador to America for Wakanda. His name is Kyle Richmond, and it, it turns out he mm. was he worked he was working for T'Challa and betrayed them the entire time. So I guess. Yeah, man, they was talking a lot of shit to each other. I thought this was actually really funny. Yeah, yeah, they just go into a fucking debate <laughs> all of a sudden as they're morphing into their phoenix forms. Um, it's a big de- like political debate over how they should handle like the safety of Wakanda. Um, and he's like, "Why did you betray us for America?" And he's like. Man, Wakanda's not ready. You're you're not the one to keep Wakanda safe. I'm trying to do that already. I've I've already had your elementary schools classified as centers for cyber terrorism. And I'm like, <laughs> damn. He's out here. So they start their battle. And uh meanwhile we cut over to underwater where we learn I don't know I've never heard of this character, but she she's uh she looks kinda cool with the Phoenix Force attached to her. And the cool, I like the Tomfas as weapons. Uh, her name is uh, Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo. And she has the ability to uh, echo any fighting style she's ever seen. And, um, you know, she's going up against Namor, who has experience. Isn't that just, isn't that just uh, Taskmaster? Yes. Taskmaster? <laughs> yeah. Master? In theory, like, Taskmaster has the ability. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well. Thanks for blowing that up, wow. Brian. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Wasn't yeah, she just was, Taskmaster? I've never heard of her before either. Yeah. Um, well, she's going yeah, up against Namor. Gonna, yeah. Namor. Fighting who, Namor. He's so thirsty for yeah. this too. Yeah, he's been waiting. And he already has Phoenix Force experience in Avengers vs. X-Men. He already was possessed by it before. So, you know, he's out here. Uh, and that's where that issue ends. Um, it, was a, it was a fun issue. A lot of... I've I. I was on Facebook one day and then, you know, like a Facebook ad appeared to me, like an article. Apparently, a lot of people hate this run of of Avengers and also this arc. It's okay. And this arc in particular. I mean, like, I don't super disagree. I mean, I get it because the first few arcs have been boring, I guess. And, you know, it's been pretty hit or miss. But I th- I think this Phoenix Force stuff is fun, especially, like, I'm enjoying the art um, as as, like, a fun tournament style this is the closest thing we're ever going to get to a shonen tournament arc in american comics i think 
So I'm not very picky, um, but it's fun enough. Uh, do you have any thoughts, uh, Josh? Josh? No? All right. Then it is time to randomize. Boruto. This is Boruto chapter 54. Uh, bro. <laughs> um, last bro. Week, what? Bro, bro, bro. Bro. Last we left off, Boruto became a fucking uh, possessed by Momoshiki, stabbed Sasuke right in the eye, who's taking it pretty well. He's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not even like. Uchiha are used to this. He's not even Uchi- holding Uchi- it. Uchiha are used to this. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he's also, you, you know, know Uchiha's can get their eyes just snatched out. <laughs> like, easy. Yeah. Like, there's a fucking outlet. Yeah, in the back of their head. yeah. This yeah, isn't yeah. Sasuke's first rodeo, you know? Yeah. I mean, he got pretty brutally stabbed in his eye. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. To see him yeah, so chill. Yeah, clearly big. It wasn't a little, like, scalpel or something. Like, you know. Yeah. Medical. And it was like, Dirty ass kunai. Yeah. That is rusty. Oh, man. It's got COVID on it. For sure, dude. Uh, yeah. All right. We can all agree that his eyes fucked up forever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, nice. Boruto's like, hmm, it feels nice to be free again. Um, so... You know, we get little like interlaced flashbacks of Kawaki remembering that little you know, Boruto was the one who was like, "Yo, we should get this fucking curse mark off you. It stinks." Um, so he's not gonna give up on him either. And Kawaki immediately, he's like, "I know you're in there. Don't let him control you." And Momoshiki's like, "He's already not responding. Like I have his body." And uh, Kawaki sound like Kawaki just immediately is like, "Shut up, white eye!" And I'm like, "All right, racist." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds no. crazy but he's like stay out of this um and you know they start to scrap uh momoshiki is like not 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 doing his thing he's avoiding all his attacks um doing cool shit he just like descends upon him with a kunai knife but it doesn't seem to pierce kawaki and that is pretty cool for him because like oh cool we should still be able to do the thing we've always wanted to do um Sasuke kicks the shit out of Momoshiki, uh, which I'm like, why didn't you just stab him? But that's cool. <laughs> you could just approach him like that. Kicks I guess him. he doesn't really want to kill Boruto. Fair. Fair point. Duh. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that Boruto's still in there. Um, so, yeah, he's like kicked 20 yards north. Uh, and everybody's like, what did you mean by you should be able to do it still? And board and uh, Momoshiki just explains like, oh yeah, even though we you don't have the karma anymore, the data that was already downloaded into you is still in your body permanently. So mm-hmm. you know, just like with Boruto, uh, I'll be able to use your fucking body to to summon a ten tails and create a chakra fruit. It won't be as big as we want. Yeah, exactly. Like feed you. Yeah, exactly. Like feed you to it because you ain't complete, but it's all good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll make it work. Better than nothing. <laughs> Does that mean he still has access to karma then? Yeah, I think like this is just basically indicating that this is how they continue to tap into uh, the the Otsutsuki powers in the future. Even if they do get rid of them, they still could probably tap into them in that way. Um, so yeah, they they continue to fight again. Naruto tries to get up, but he but because of the uh, what was it called? His like ultimate transformation that he did. I forget what it's called though. Yeah, it only showed up once. I mean, it's kind of. Um, I know it started with a B or something, but. Yeah, he can't move because 
as stated, that is for real uh, do or die technique. Um, so you know the battle gets pretty cool. They they exchange battle. Sasuke gets into the mix and shocks him with uh, Chidori sword for a minute. Um, he does the rock hands. I just realized, like the hand sign he uses, like Chidori. Uh, and yeah, basically he under uh, he starts to question. He's like, wait a minute. Ninjutsu doesn't usually work on these guys. They usually just kind of absorb it. So why didn't he do yeah. that? And um, you know, as um, Momoshiki is like, why do you do you really intend to kill your favorite student? And then I remember it's like, oh yeah, Sasuke did actually say that he was going to kill Naruto Boruto if he ever got out of hand. Um, so he fires off an Ama- Amaterasu. Uh, but he, uh, but Momoshiki quickly uses a shadow clone to block it. Um, uses the fireball technique. It's not working. Momoshiki dodges that shit. Kawaki notices that um, Naruto's not moving at all now. Uh, and he turns to Sasuke. He's like, yo, shouldn't we do something about him? He's fucking dying or something. <laughs> Sasuke, I mean, he has to put it on in the back of his mind. There are more pressing matters at the moment. He's like, look, man, I, I wish I could save him too. But, you know, we have to, we have to keep moving because... We'll all be dead if Boruto isn't deal- dealt with. Um, and it's interesting because, like, as Sasuke starts to put the uh, gears together in his mind, he starts to realize that um, there's a high chance that he's vulnerable to ninjutsu because uh, he, the only reason he came out is because Boruto was so low on chakra that he was able to take advantage of that, take over his body. So if we can restore his chakra, Boruto may be able to regain consciousness. And, um, yeah, that's when Boruto's like, he, he peeps them. I th- I don't know if he overhears them. Uh, Momoshiki rather, he, he listens and he's like, shit, they know now. Um, I'm, he might be wounded, but he, I still won't walk away unharmed if I face him. Time to bring that out. And yeah. real, real quick, actually, yeah, about his eye and like his sharing on like is it doesn't it only bleed when it's going blind or is that not a thing i think that's just like an, an edgelord effect of sasuke's no I, yeah i do remember when like itachi was going blind yeah it bled and too. he was and that was, i guess because of the excessive use of it but sasuke also has like the perfect eyes now like the not oh so these don't aren't gonna go blind yeah yeah i guess yeah okay um, I mean, honestly, people in the comments. Plus, it's the Sharingan, bro. At the end of the day, they could make a new rule next chat. Then, would you be surprised? Yeah. Honestly, people <laughs> in the comments have been really good about letting us know when we uh, when we misrepresent things in Naruto in particular. So, if you guys know out there, please comment below. Um, I believe someone mentioned that apparently, like, there's buildings that Byakugan can't see through. Um, so that's why people buy that the smoke bomb can't. He won't be able to see through that, and I'm like. Still lame, but okay. I guess if he established it early, it doesn't make it any less lame. But I guess it's a canonical. Lame. No, it's ninja technology. I, I, I get it. I'm not mad. I'm it mad. Is. That's what it is, bro. It's ninja technology. That's the whole point. I'm mad. I want the Byakugan to be broken too. It's not fair anymore. I feel you. Me too. <laughs> you know, me too. But anyway, uh, the that thing that Momoshiki was talking about was actually the uh, the vanishing Rasengan. He can use it too, and he just smashes uh, fucking Sasuke with it. It doesn't, it doesn't kill him, but it does pretty uh, effective damage against his vitals. 
Um, to be honest, I thought that Sasuke got fucking like crushed into another dimension or yeah, some shit I when I first saw that. <laughs> I thought he did like a portal, like they do. You know how like they they like Kamui. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I thought that they he he was getting like his organs twisted in the inside. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, Sasuke's <laughs> done. Unlucky. Like, oh my god, he's gay. <laughs> That's what went through my mind. Like, yo, it's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Like, son, that was that. Like, yeah. he, that was something crazy. Yeah. It was time. Yeah, but luckily, Momoshiki came by, and it was like, don't worry. He's fine. I just really fucked him up, Um, is all. And then he proceeds to continue to fuck Kawaki up Uh, as Kawaki continues to remember, like, cool shit Boruto said to him, you know? And... um. And as Momoshiki is about to, I guess, like, he's going to, like, teleport them away. So, you know, get them away from Sasuke and Naruto. Um, as he's about to do that, uh, Kawaki just starts, like, you know what? Fuck this shit. You were a pain in the butt from the very first moment he met. And he sets himself on fire with a fire jutsu. And uh, Momoshiki's like, wait, what? No. No. Um, <laughs> and since he needs him, he can't really just let him burn to death. So he absorbs all the fire jutsu chakra, which allows uh, Boruto to regain consciousness and do that whole half face thing where is, you know, you're fighting for your own body. It's pretty cool. I, I did enjoy this moment for Boruto where he's like, I'm not going to let you do shit to Kawaki. He even tries to teleport him again, but he holds his hand back. Um, it's pre- It's pretty cool. And then at the end of it all, he's just like, I'm going to end this once and for all. And he snaps off the fucking Otsutsuki horn, and that causes. <laughs> yo, let me let me tell you this. I was thinking to myself, like, yo, like, imagine like if they like was fighting and they broke that shit, like, for and he just got mad tight. <laughs> but instead of getting <laughs> tight, like he, that was actually his weakness. Yeah, yeah, he just snaps it off. A stupid ass horn. Yeah, the goofy fucking horn. <laughs> Uh, and once again, Kawaki is clutch as fuck. Yeah, I mean, Kawaki is <laughs> a second time. To Kawaki and Boruto, man. Same. I, I am. Um, Same. I mean, they've been through some shit, man. They've been look, making the OGs look soft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll say this. I feel like this is a more. This may be dangerous, but it feels like a more like established relationship than Sasuke and Naruto were back in their day. You know, because. Sasuke and Naruto had their one mission together, but Kawaki and Boruto have been through a couple of scraps together before they start. And Boruto, Kawaki actually lived with Boruto for a while, so there's yeah. more of a impetus to like build a relationship there. Uh, I buy it. I think it's pretty cool. Um, as they're both sitting next to each other, uh, lying next to each other, beaten up and victorious, just looking at each other like, "Sorry to be trouble. Back at you, stupid bro." Um, Heck yeah stupid bro <laughs> and um sasuke is relieved he's still bleeding from his eye but he's like well at least one problem solved and then he turns over to naruto and he is not moving his eyes are closed everyone is concerned and that is where the chapter ends oh god this is a good oh one. my god i want the next chapter right now dude that's <laughs> February 19th that's after valentine's day guys yeah man um yeah, this so, is a pretty good chapter of uh, of Boruto. I, I am warming up to the relationships here. The action was pretty cool. Um, one thing I appreciate is that uh, I have some notes here. Um, 
I like how okay. I like how Momoshiki isn't just going to be like the equivalent of Nine Tails for Boruto. Knock on wood. I hope he just does. <laughs> I hope they continue oh, no. on. <laughs> I hope oh. they uh, continue on that trajectory where he's just kind of like this antagonistic force, and then eventually they murder him and allow Boruto to use his powers. Still, um, uh, another thing is like I actually like that there's a rule to Boruto being able to transform into him. That um, and there's a way to get him back, other than him just being like yelling at Momoshiki and saying like, <laughs> fine. I'll let you have your body back. You know, I'm. <laughs> I like that. I like that. There's a one condition. <laughs> yeah, I'll... <laughs> I'll let you have your body back, but then you owe me a fever. <laughs> so yeah, oh, and maybe I won't kill all your friends and family. <laughs> but you got there's, a, there's a series we're gonna talk about this week that definitely uh, kind of went with that trope. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen went with that trope. <laughs> uh, Kinda. Oh, yeah, but another one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall positive on Boruto. Uh, it, the series is growing on me every chapter, and I hope it continues that streak, honestly. Um, Real quick. So the community has a theory <sighs> that Kawaki is going to be the main character of Boruto. Given the super vagueness of like, you know that time skip stuff, right? The time skip scene. <laughs> it's yeah, and, uh, it's really really vague, like the way that they talk to each other and shit. And there's a theory that since Kaoki has seemed to become more of the hero or more Naruto mirrored character, mm-hmm. and you know Boruto always being leaning towards. Like Sasuke, and um, people are theorizing that he's going that with Momoshiki in his head, he could possibly manipulate him into becoming something oh, different. Oh, he could end up being like the kind of the villain slash, you know, yeah. someone that needs to be saved later. Yeah, I'll you tell know, you what, kind of like that's I, a, that's not a bad idea, man. Yeah, because right. like. Kawaki doesn't have his karma like the karma anymore the way the way that we know it to be as a, like a dangerous thing so true that who knows I may reread that first little scene from that opening chapter and right into it. Yeah, now, there's more it's really there. vague because yeah. like Kawaki yeah. says like I'm gonna send you where I sent the seventh and um yeah I mean Boruto is always about like Boruto was talking about um that shinobi still exists you know he's still a shinobi like the the old ways aren't always gone. Yeah. So maybe it's just like a battle of ideals by that point. Who knows? Like after Naruto passes on, like, you know, a new age of like shinobi come and like maybe we don't need to be ninja anymore or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to speculate right now because there's so little to go on in terms of what happens so f- that far into the future for Boruto. Um, but yeah, I mean... I, I don't not buy it. I, f- I feel like it, it, it's not the good guy's job to kill Naruto. <laughs> so I wouldn't. Or, or unless like saying that he sent he sends you where he sent the. Yeah, he's not saying like, that he killed Naruto. He's just saying, I'm going to send you where I sent him. Yeah. Or implying that maybe he sent him to a place where he can get help. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, man, that would be a hell of a twist if Boruto turns out to be the bad guy the whole time. Uh, that would be dope. That would actually be really cool. 
But then again, whenever I have whenever I have high hopes about something like that, it ends up falling oh, flat yeah. anyway. Oh yeah. We I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um but we'll get we'll get to it when we get to it. In any case, I think that's all I gotta say about Borto. Pretty good chapter overall. Um I quite enjoyed it. Uh ready to move on, boys? Mm-hmm. Then let us randomize. Cable over the Xbox, but Cable. <laughs> mm. um, cable's finally here. I feel like this was supposed to be here like a month ago, but for whatever reason, it was delayed. Um, this is Cable number seven. It has nothing to do with King King in Black, despite the fact that he himself is uh, symbiotized in that story. But that's fine. Uh, I didn't mind it. Um, it starts off kind of like right after Ten of Swords. Um, a, a bunch of mutants have gathered to uh, kind of like. Uh, remember Gorgon, who died in Ten of Swords. Uh, they lay his swords on this uh, hill near the beach in a tribute, and he and Cable's just standing there thinking, "Is like, man, this stinks. I miss Gorgon, dude, but I have to go to work. There are still dozens of kidnapped mutant babies out there. I have to get back to my story, so you know I'm going." Um, and you know he's about to step through a Krakoan portal. Uh, Last we left off with Cable in general story is that he was investigating the uh, this cult that worships mutants for kidnapping a bunch of mutant babies from uh, the mutants that are still not on Krakoa or who have, for whatever reason, decided to stay off of it. Um, so he and Rachel Summers, his sister from a parallel universe, but now just kind of his sister, um, walk through the portal, which is funny now that I'm thinking about it. The mer- merging of both of these realities and Rachel and Cable that aren't necessarily supposed to be part of this timeline is interesting. Um, but anyway, yeah, they walk through the portal. They come up against this uh, Philadelphia these Philadelphia detectives who are also on the case, and uh, they basically school them on mutant <laughs> taking down bad guys. Or like, yeah, we don't believe you guys are gonna magically solve the crime. And then Rachel Summers is like, oh, cool. Let me just scan the minds of folks and found them. Uh, <laughs> they walk up to the house and uh, like that. they walk up to the house and the, and the cops are like, yeah, we should get a warrant before we do anything. And no, thank you. Cable just runs directly into them and they start telepathically taking down all these weirdo cult members. Um, and they save five babies out of the dozens that are kidnapped, which is uh, pretty nice. Uh, and he looks into the mind of one of the cult guys and it turns out, uh, the big bad behind all of this is a mutant called Strife, I believe. Yes. Do you know? Do you who know about is? Strife? No. Do you know about Strife? Vaguely, I know enough to, at least to say that that is um, it's basically Cable. But is it <clears throat> like Whoa. a clone of Cable? Oh, from the future or something like that. I see. Brian's already on it. Brian's already on yeah. the case. Oh, Brian. Please, thank you. <laughs> producer Brian, acting like a producer. <laughs> I was so excited. Um, yeah, he's he's a clone cable. He has all of his powers and everything? Uh, he's just a cable that looks like more of a douchebag. <laughs> and he has telepathy and shit. Yeah, I guess that's cable then. Because um, cable has telepathy. Oh, he's an Omega level clone of cable. Damn. Wow. He's got a doofy looking helmet, dude. <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, I mean the, now they know who's behind the whole thing. Uh the cult of X guy, he just like snap like bites into a cyanide pill and kills himself. 
I'm like, why didn't you do that before he searched your memory? But that's cool. Um, Here, take what you want, and then I'm going to dip. Bye. Well, I couldn't stop you there, but whatever. Kind of dead. <laughs> I'm not getting in trouble for this. Ah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? Cyanide, see? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, the day is saved. They basically go back home to the Summer's house where they're about to have a wholesome family dinner. Um, like they're not all in a polemic polygamous house, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but I, you know, this is one of the things that cable about cable that I, I'm weirdly enjoying is how like wholesome the Summers family is right now. Um, yeah, that is really cool. Seeing how, like all of them interact with each other. Yeah, because Summers Scott Summers is not very familiar with the concept of uh, overall happiness, so it's good to have some in his life. Like stability, you know, where people he loves aren't constantly dying on him. Um, and he gives kind of some sage advice. Uh, Cyclops gives some sage advice to his son. And he's like, I know you're upset and I, and I admire you for taking an interest in the case. I know why it's personal. But you had your sister return. You and your sister returned a bunch of kids. You did a good thing, you know. We've seen tons of battles in our time, you know. But, you know, I, you guys are doing all right. Sometimes... The best move is to not make a move until your luck changes. And that kind of gives um, Cable an idea. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. So I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> and apparently Cable uh, just went straight to the X-Force offices and uh, asked for data on all files about Strife. Uh, and in this like uh, informational page, Sage uh, notes that he she would usually give him the data he's asking for, but so many of the files are restricted because they're filled with future events, uh, knowledge of future events, and because most files with Apocalypse's for former activities remain classified, which is weird. Um, but yeah, she's basically former like, activities, even though they happen in the future. Yeah, kinda. I yeah, guess. weird stuff. Yeah, it's weird time things and cable. That's pretty synonymous with cable. Um, Mario would know. Yeah. Um, so basically, she's like, I know we're not supposed to do this, but can we make an exception for cable? Because I don't think he's going to dig into anything that's actually super dangerous. I think he just kind of wants strife. So, you know, she's basically appealing to Beast. And Beast is a dickhead, so he's probably not going to do anything about it. <laughs> Beast is a real jerk these days. Um and we get this little after credits scene where uh, Cable is sitting at a bar and kind of explaining the situation. Um, and it turns out, and he's explaining to somebody, and it's a very familiar face to him. He's recruiting Domino for help. Uh, and they have kind of like a history with his adult self. Um, yeah, his adult self does. Yeah. <laughs> they were actually romantically involved, right? Mm hmm. In the past, and she, he's like, I know this is this might be weird, cause I'm like, eighteen or something, but will you or help something. me out? <laughs> is, is it too weird? And she's like, Well, we get things are weird all the time between us. It's never stopped us before. And yeah, it, Domino and Cable adventure, um, pretty sweet. Uh, I I don't have too much history reading their stuff together, but I know like it's cool that they're together. Um. I'm I'm excited. Cable is like a fun little book. I'm I'm enjoying uh here and there. Uh the next of the X books. Oh wait, unless you wanted to say anything, Josh, before I moved. The no, I'm ready to move on. All right. The next of the X books is X Force. Um 
which I thought like it felt like that was we got an X Force like last last time, and we just have a new X Force already. Um, mm-hmm. But last we left <clears throat> off, um, there's this creature out there that's zombifying, basically uh, these uh, like anything that lives in the waters of Krakoa. Um, there, the X Force has been tasked with kind of just cleaning up the garbage. They pretty much take took care of the problem, but now they're just trying to figure out what exactly it is. Um, and it seems to be like this weird living parasite that grows off of Krakoa or like has infect uh, is like aiming to infect Krakoa to a degree. Um, it's, it's real weird. Uh, it's, it looks like a lot like a symbiote, honestly, cause it's this little black sludge. Um, <laughs> but it's underwater. And, uh, so they send, uh, they send, uh, kid Omega Quentin, uh, Wolverine and Forge down in the cool new uh, water suits that Forge built and a magnesium flamethrower that even burns underwater. Pretty cool. Down to uh, down to the depths. And before they go, uh, one of the cuckoos approaches uh, Cable, uh, Quentin and is like, hey, can you not die this time? Because <laughs> I think I think Quentin Quire has died on every single one of the X-Force missions up to this point. Um so they're like, please don't die this time. And um, <laughs> they go down to the depths. Um, they go deeper and deeper. And yeah, there's like creepy shit down there. Scary monster thing starts to attack everybody. It grabs Quentin Quire first. Um, and it looks like, uh, well, first of all, they get approached by what looks like a Kraken. And they're like, fuck. It took over <laughs> a Kraken. Yeah. Yeah, and then something grabs Quentin Quire and drags him to the depths, and it turns out it's a hammerhead shark with the infection on him, the parasite on him. It is like, no way, I'm not dying on this arc. And you know, he holds off these uh, this this shark for a while, but then it turns out there's a bunch of other uh, sea monsters attacking. Um, but that's when Wolverine and Forge pull up to to help and assist. Um, but they're overwhelmed pretty easily. Um, there's so many of them and only three of them. Uh, and luckily enough, Namor's around with his cool electric trident. Uh, he comes down and says, like, what are you doing here? You know I don't like him when people swim in water at all. <laughs> if I catch anybody in water, I'm tight. Do you get too deep? I hate it when you non-fishmen <laughs> dabble in my water puddles. <laughs> I hate when you come to Fishman Island. Stay away. Don't take a dip. Do yeah. not take a dip. <laughs> so he's like, fuck off. I'll take care of this parasite. Leave. Um, and so they do. They just kind of leave it to Namor. And they're like, all right, fuck you then. And fly up. And then that's where the issue ends. Uh, I guess. I, I can't really tell by the next issue preview, but maybe it comes back. It looks like it's a it's going to be an issue uh, centered on Quentin, which I'm excited for. I love Quentin Quire, um, but yeah, fun pair of books. Um, nothing groundbreaking, but pretty enjoyable nonetheless. Um, Josh, any thoughts before we get? Nah, man. Um, I I think this is a, this is a this is a huge deal because the last time they brought Namor along, aside from the giant size X Men. Uh, I mean, the giant size Magneto issue was when they tried to talk to him about joining the mutants, mm. of, you know, and Krakoa. So 
I don't know. I wonder what implications this is going to have down the road. Yeah, I mean, that's Namor, where it stuck out the most to me. Namor's been showing up a lot lately. Um, he's been he's like in Avengers and he's in he's in making moves. Yeah, he's around. I mean, he was talking about what he could use with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big deal in King and Black, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, who knows? But that's still all I gotta say. Um, you guys ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's randomize. Undead Unlock. Oh, Ooh. shit, Brian. The new series that we're You're picking up. You're on the up. hot seat now. Yeah, um, we did a we're series review. direct on this podcast. We are about to find out how much work you did. Yeah, um, we picked this up. We did a whole episode review that Brian was not present for. So, Brian, you caught up to Undead Unlucky, yes? Yeah. You at least know some stuff. Okay. Some, yeah. some point is. Okay. What, you know do, you th- about what do you think about characters. it, Brian? We didn't get your, your two cents about it. No, yeah, all bullshit aside. Just like, you know. I think I, I really... You have in the series. Dude, I fucking love the creativity for the abilities in this series. <laughs> it's just so fucking fun. Like, the fight scenes yeah. and all that shit is just so fucking fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beginning is a little like you know a little too much like the dude is like overtly fucking weird about <laughs> shit <laughs> sexual harassing yeah. yeah 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 exactly like I shit don't... like that I was like you're too weird dude <laughs> stop being a freak but but uh it gets better, you know, and the the, I guess the plot of it is really fucking interesting. The way they go about it, I like the power system. I like, you know, how they're called negators because they're like fucking, they just, they're just, what is it like? They're they they're not the the they earth. they go against reality, right? That's Basically. yeah. They cancel out like the quote unquote rules, mm-hmm. major which which really get which really go from something abstract to something very concrete and real because mm-hmm. you know you find out that their world essentially is like fake yeah so it is like a storybook with rules so it, it, it was it, it, it again it went from something like, oh that's cool to like oh wow all right so not only is this super creative it's it's not hard to wrap your mind around at this point mm-hmm. like it's 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 solid yeah I like I like it a lot too. I, I, that's probably my favorite part about the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main character kind of looks like Smoker, player. but on crack. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like when they did that whole two-page spread like where Smoker all the artists really smoking. Yeah. What, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you smoking, smoking Smoker? <laughs> yeah, when they did the two-page spread of all the artists drawing different One Piece characters, Undead and Luck Guy drew Smoker. So I think you're right on that. Um. But let's get into the uh, new chapter proper. This is Undead Unluck Chapter 47, uh, Akira Kuno. Um, and I, I, I guess I got to point out something I was wrong about. Um, this uh, mangaka artist character, I, I think I kept uh, referring to him as a she. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it looked ambiguous. I, mean, I, went, I went with the safety. But apparently he was a young boy who read manga with his mom all the time when he was a kid. It was basically a bedtime story for him. Um, we get a little bit of a backstory into who this sensei character is. Um, oh, not only just reading manga, but manga that he wrote when he was a child. 
Uh, it's a very little sweet opening page, actually. And then we cut to the immediate present where um, she he is facing off against Unrepair. Um, I forget this kid's name, but his his uh, law is Unrepair that he breaks. Uh, so she he's basically there for information because she knows everything. She knows everything about this plot. And he's just out here like, I want to know everything that you know. Every part that you didn't draw out, that is. And Akira is just like, no way. <laughs> um, I'm not going to let you take uh, take these guys down and all that stuff. So he starts to fight. I think he gets like his arm just like cut continuously through. He already is lose, lost one arm. And um, we get a little bit more of his flashback. Um, one day when he was walking from home from school, it seems like he discovered an artifact known as the G-Liner, which is basically a manga drawing pen, ink pen. Um, and the first touch, it can see the past, present, uh, the past and future events of the current time loop in its entirety. Uh, and basically, she he's able to see the entirety of Undead Unlock from beginning to end, even. Uh, so he's like, whoa, this is cool. Negators, UMA, mm-hmm. artifacts. It's a sci-fi extravaganza. Uma Thurman? Uma Thurman? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Kill Bill 3? G-G-G-G pay? <laughs> yeah okay. and yeah I'm go. he is stoked so he starts running through he starts running and then turns out like he bumps into somebody but he phases directly through them and uh he realizes at that same moment where he picked up the pen he also became a negator and his ability just basically wiped him out from being able to be seen uh and nobody could find him, even though even his mom, who's like right there in front of him, and she's calling the police trying to find him. And it's kind of sad. He's literally there watching his mom panic and shit, like thinking that he's missing or lost or kidnapped or whatever. And no matter how loud he, or how much he tries to touch her, nobody will ever know. And this is like some shit straight out of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's real sad. Dude. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I genuinely felt bad for the kid. Yeah, and you know his mom is like falling apart, and she's like, "Please let Akira be alive somewhere, and please let him continue to draw the manga that he loves so much." And I mean, at some point, I guess the kid decides that he has to go, and um, he's like, "Well, I'm a negator, I guess, so I'll have this ability until I die. So should I just die then?" <laughs> I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> It's a pretty heavy question to just ask casually. But um, no, he decides to just stay alive and draw manga and just get really good at drawing manga. Um, Which is cool because he felt a little bit of inspiration from the characters that he, from the images of um, Undead and Unlucked. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really nice little touch right there. Yeah. Like how he got inspired from his own kind of work or ideas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he decided, like, you know what? I'm going to keep fighting until my dreams come true. And he considered actually writing Undead Unluck, but then decided, no, I want to write my own story. And he basically morphed the Undead Unluck story into this shoujo title called uh, To You From Me. Um, And he gave himself a pen name. And he watched as, like, his manga became beloved by a bunch of people, you know, and it it became super successful. Um, and even to the point where his mom on in a hospital bed, which I'm like, damn, is she dying? Mm. Uh, picks up the manga, his manga, and is like, the art is quite lovely, isn't it? 
And I'm like, Undead Unlock, you touched my heart. <laughs> um, and that's when we cut to the present as uh, Akira says, they are the reason I'm alive. And at that moment, as his arm is being lopped off, um, Andy and um, and Yuko, right? Her name is Yuko, right? Fuko, sorry. Uh, Andy and Fuko emerge from the book. Or I guess Andy's turning back into a human from the book that he became. And uh, yeah, the battle will continue next chapter. Uh, I like this chapter a lot. Uh, it, it was such a w- randomly sa- very deep and sad story for what otherwise was kind of just uh like this like <laughs> i'm your sensei and i'm just stronger than everybody but it gives a little bit more depth in a very you. direct way of giving it to us too yeah actually yeah by the way yeah. did you notice that his <clears throat> his new author name is unknown Un- unknown unknown yeah yeah unknown yeah, I guess that's his ability is unknown, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, very uh, surprisingly touching chapter. I wasn't really expecting that to be it the was very surprisingly next touching. Um, even for undead, I hope he don't die. I mean, he, he lost is... both his arms. I mean, he cut his first arm off. Okay. Yeah, I wonder he's thinking right now is like, well, maybe I shouldn't have done that, that just to show off. But yeah, I mean, that's what. It, I mean, that's all my thoughts. I really enjoyed this chapter. It was surprisingly deep for... I mean, not to say that Undead Unluck is not, like, emotionally gripping into a degree, but I did enjoy... I, I was kind of surprised by, like, how sad this was. Um, I mean, the last three chapters were really decent, actually. Mm-hmm. They're pretty deep, especially when they were um, out west talking about death. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oof. Um, yeah, this is... This is a... This series got it. It's got... It's got a lot of uh, good qualities to it that um, deserve high praise. Yep, super happy it's on the lineup. But um, yeah, that's all. Pleasure I to, say to keep about going it. forward with it. Yep. Ready to move on, boys? Oh yeah, it's time okay. to randomize. America, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Black Clover. Um, <laughs> this is Black Clover chapter two hundred. Oh, this one was really good too. Yeah, Holy color shit. pages, although it's very suggestive color pages. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the best ones, bro. Come it's on, good. You know no, it. yeah, it's really well made. It's like painting. It's like a paint thing. I, I appreciate it. Um, but this is chapter two hundred seventy-eight, undying <clears throat> bodies. Um, and we're getting the third battle of the battle against the tri- dark triad. Uh, it'll be Jack and Noct versus uh, Dante. It starts off first panel like a ton of uh, Jack's slashes are already making their way through Dante. And Dante's just kind of eating them. He's just like, Morris's sorcery science has improved my body's regenerative abilities even further. Nothing except anti-magic can hurt me. And uh, <laughs> Noct is like, damn. If we're, if we're gonna win, we'll have to gamble on Jack's magic, and uh, which is really interesting to me at first. Yeah, I forgot what his magic was in the first place. Oh, I remember Jack's. I I really like. And then he says the magic that cuts things that can't be cut. Well, all right, Zoro. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, so yeah, Dante is just like whatever, dude. Gravity magic, and uh, he just slams him down to the ground. 
but yeah. Noct is not deterred because he uh, summons his one of his demons, Slotos, and he gets this like um, fucking cool armor mode. Um, I like his modes; they're fun and they're all like fun design. Yeah, they look. It looks cool. You yeah, know what it reminds me fun. of? It reminds me of uh, Beggy's, uh Devil Fruit from One Piece, like the the his general thing, like where he turns mm-hmm. into a building. Um. This was I, I like this a lot, uh, and Dante's like, "Oh ho, another devil host, fuck!" Um, but you know, Dante st- not starts to taunt Jack in hopes of kind of like riling him up, because that's <laughs> yeah, about right. the only thing he can think to do at this point. Um, but Dante's like, "Don't ignore me," and he tries to land a punch on him, but Noct blocks with his cool shield thing. And it's pretty cold because he's like, you mind? I'm talking with the yeah, captain. I'm talking here. to my teammate right now. Yeah, Why don't you fucking relax for a second? Kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as he's slowly starting to transform into his beastie monster nasty form. <laughs> I thought we wasn't going to see him for a little while. I don't miss him that much. You got killed, bro. Yeah. This shit is trash. Yeah. Like, why are you here? Yeah, you, you lost. Smoke, like, Come on. He's the only one who lost, right? He's the only one. Yeah, I mean, shit. It was the the Yami and and your boy and the main character. So I guess that's yeah, right. the main character. But still, oh, well, we got a really cool backstory. This is a really good chapter, guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, One Piece was just that great. Just another flashback. Uh, another flashback <laughs> chapter. We get a little bit of uh, of Jack's flashback. Apparently, his dad was a was just a guy, just a hunter. And he made his living by hunting birds and small game. And he will always teach his kid, never fuck with anything that's stronger than you. Um, and when his blade magic emerged, his dad was like, cool, it'll be better for hunting. And um, and as he continued to do that, you know, beat up on things that were weaker than him, he felt like kind of along. He's like, will I always live this way? You know? And then when he was 13, his dad gets killed by a fucking bear. He's like, yeah. I guess I'll hunt this bear. He finds the bear, and he's like, I think I could kill this thing. And he does. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> cutting. yeah. yeah and he does. <laughs> and he's like, huh, I guess I'll join the magic nice knights. And um, he just uh, says, I just. And then Noct continues to protect him, but then his power just starts to build up. Blades start appearing from all over his body, and he manages to cut gravity as he uh, exclaims to himself i i want to take the ones who are considered strong and slash them to ribbons, to ribbons. that's it and i'm just in it for the sport bro and, yeah. I, and it's blood sport too yeah for real. It. um i respect it man yeah. he's so he, he's so determined that he cut through the fucking magic like as if it was anti-magic that was really cool yeah. that was creative that oh, was pretty cool and then um, he unleashes just a flurry of, of uh, slashes. And um, Dante's like, no matter how much you attack, no mere insect, insect could kill me. And um, he says, yo, don't mess with insects. As like, I guess a metaphorical uh, uh, mantis just appears above him. And he does this cool slash thing right up Dante's shoulder, causing him to bleed out. And knocked at the end says, it appears I underestimated you. And yeah, before he could even throw up his fucking gravity spell. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that shit's OD. Yeah. 
I mean, let me cut that part of your body off so we can't even form it. Jack is one of my more favorite like Magic Knights, even before this chapter, where he was like, "Oh, yeah, he's the type. He's the gully type, you know. He's the gully type. He's not like too obnoxious, like Marilena. Not that I have a problem with her, but they're different enough, you know. He's he's not with all the extra shit. He just wants to fight. He's like, man, I am." I want to give me the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I want to kill bad guys and yeah. fight strong people. Yeah, I, I appreciate him. I like his power. I like the blade magic. I think that's pretty cool. Um, it made sense. I like how they how they made him important. How he said, like, yeah, like you know, you may not have anti magic, but you you know you're the, you're the next best option Basically. that we have, and we can make it work. Huh. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a team going in with a backup quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like close enough to like wh- like how your actual quarterback plays and understands the system. Yeah, it's like it's all right. We just got to work a little bit harder and be a little bit more creative. I like that a lot. I like that. Good job. Black he Black. cut through gravity. That was something Oscar would do, and he was just saying like "fuck out of here." I'm not losing to nobody. I like that. Yeah, you know I do, man. Yeah, I, I like do. it too. Um, good chapter. Jack the Ripper, right? That's my guy. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm. That's all I got to say about Black Clover. You guys ready to move? Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's move. Dragon Ball Super. Ooh. Oh, wow. This is Dragon Ball Super Chapter 68, Granola the Survivor. Um, Serial City. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> no, we'll get into that. Cereal. No, it's literally just called Serial. Um, <laughs> the planet's just called Serial. But his people are known as the Cerulians. <laughs> Granola. <laughs> Fruit Loops. Uh, so Frosted Flakes. So you survived. <laughs> it is our strongest warrior. Lucky Charms. Mm, you're magically delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we we have this flashback on a planet that's just getting ravaged by the Saiyans. Um, and it uh is one of the Uzurus just like pops up inside this building and that's when granola wakes up and i'm like oh i see where this is going um is that bardock i i yes actually i cuz it has a scar on its face it does i'm sure this is probably going to be bardock at some point and that's why he is going to have beef with goku specifically <laughs> cuz that is goku's dad he's going to see goku and he's going to be like you're the motherfucker with the scar <laughs> yeah uh, I actually didn't notice that until just now. Scar. Oh, the monkey does on his cheek. You're right. Yeah, it's Bardock. Well, he doesn't have one. Bardock well, has a scar. Maybe he transforms from an ape into the... Okay, okay. Yeah, Bardock has a scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just like that. So, you know, I guess we know the trajectory of this arc. But uh, I'll get into my feelings on that later. The big bad granola. <laughs> I actually didn't notice that until just now. I actually only You know what? I thought that that was Bardock, but the scar kind of confirms it for me because I'm like, this is probably Bardock. Um, <laughs> but no. anyway, but I just I really I also didn't notice the scar really. But you know, he wakes up in his ship and he's talking to Oatmeal on the other end of the fucking thing. Don't think I forget. There's a character named Oatmeal in this. Uh, yeah. And, you know, he's talking about, like, he's like, did you have that dream again? And he's like, yeah, the Saiyans destroyed my home. And um, Why? And Oatmeal's like, hey, we need some exposition right now. Do you still hate Frieza's army? And uh, he's like, yes, ever since they destroyed my planet and hurt my people. Uh, 
first off, it was the barbarous saint, uh, barbarous apes within Frieza's army who slaughtered my fer- fellow Cerulians. Um, and those apes were wiped out by a meteor, you know. So, you know, bygones be bygones. And, uh, you know, they fly, they fly away into space. Um, meanwhile, Goku is trying to capture that weird fish that always hangs around Whis because it's got insomnia. And apparently that's an omen for bad things if this fucking fish has insomnia. So Goku catches it. Uh, Whis injects it with a sedative and it goes to sleep. So they're like, cool. Um, Goku then continues to train in his ultra instinct form with Whis. Uh, uh, Vegeta starts to explain, uh, ask Beerus questions about ultra instinct. And basically he explains that, yeah, the angels are in the ultra instinct by default. So, you know. They're always there. Um, they keep training, and um, it, basically, we kind of shows off. Is like, I have a greater command over Ultra Instinct, but you know what? That should be exciting to you, right? Because you still have a ways to grow. There are levels to this, to even this technique. He's like, yeah, I'm fucking excited because I'm Goku, and this is what I do. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm glad that like, it just doesn't stop there. Maybe we'll get Ultra Instinct 2, maybe Ultra Instinct 3. And Three? <laughs> Um, maybe his hair will go I like that I like that form weirdly enough I like the Super Saiyan 3 form yeah I'm waiting I'm waiting until he adds God energy to to the or yeah God energy to to the fucking um, Ultra Instinct forms yeah here's the thing I like though Um, Vegeta uh, Beerus is like so you're not going to try to be Ultra Instinct 2 he's like nah it's not my thing you know I'll find a way I'll find another way to beat him um, you have two bad acts. You have to be at peace at mind. Yeah, so. you gotta be. You gotta be Shang Chi. I bet Shang Chi can enter Ultra Instinct. No, <laughs> you don't think it was Shang Chi? He literally <laughs> sat there and was Zen the entire time. Am I not allowed to bring no up Shang Chi? <laughs> Too soon. Mm. So yeah, basically. Um, you took your W already, bro. Come on. <laughs> Beerus is. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta run my victory lap. I don't get many of those. It's. Oh, I. Um. So yeah, Beerus. Beerus basically is like you know, Ultra Instinct isn't the only thing you can use, and yeah, Beerus has his own special type of ability. Oh, and Brian and I's minds went. Why? Especially Brian. Because we were like, yo, new steps for Vegeta to get strong in his (laughs) own unique way. I don't know. I thought about it just now, actually, a little bit, and From you know, Bears, I just realized himself, man. it's like this actually makes sense. Like, um, you know, it makes sense for Goku to get an ability that's all about finesse and precision and like skill, well, as opposed to Vegeta, who would learn from a god of destruction about power and and brutal abilities and stuff like that. Because that's just what Vegeta is. Vegeta isn't finesse. He's not. Like, he's not the guy who's an angel or perfection, right? Mm-hmm. He's a guy who's sloppy and he goes in and he fucking, he goes into a messy fight because that's what he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I like it. I like so it. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I like that they're not form chasing each other because that's way less, like, interesting. Where if, like, Goku gets, because that's how, that was, like, kind of their trajectory at first where it was, like, Goku would get a Super Saiyan and then Vegeta would be like, I need to get Super Saiyan too. So I like that Vegeta's accepting that he's like i'm just different i'm not gonna be this fucking guy so might as well find my own way but um, you know what's really unfortunate about this what? 
is that this basically confirms that Vegeta will always be a step behind him because angels are better than gods. <laughs> yes. I guess. But Barrett if... is that nigga, yo. I mean, yeah, but he's not angel level. He beat that Sailor Moon chick, bro. <laughs> but he's not she angel pretty, level. She's about that like too. I'll say this. I, I mean, you know, I'm not expecting anything anymore for Vegeta. I mean, I'm not going to get my hopes up anymore. Toriyama has Vegeta will never confirmed. surpass Goku. It's unfortunate, but this chapter basically confirms it. Yeah. Vegeta's highest peak is probably going to be god level and Goku's going to be angel level and above and shit. So that's just how it is, Goku, but man. at least Vegeta right gets his Yeah. At least he gets his shine. Yeah. Anyway, um we cut over to this weird floating thing in the sky in in space. Uh Granola is pulling the um whatever this thing, this artificial life form from the Moro arc that he obtained. And he's pulling it to over this, uh, this squad that's named after appliances or like utilities. There's a lek. For real? Yeah. There's a lek. There's gas and there's oil, I guess. <laughs> um, there. Um, yeah. He basically goes up to him and is like, Hey, so I got your thing. Uh, pay me my bounty. And, uh, yeah, he's they they talk a little bit about it, and he's like, "Why are you? Why do you want this thing anyway? You're trying to fucking build a weird army." And he's like, "Nah, I got, I got my, uh, I got my troops right here. We heaters ain't running an army here. If the day ever comes, we need more Heat muscle. It. We could buy the, we could buy muscle, you know." Um, and he's like, "All right." And he tries to. He, this elect guy goes back upstairs. And he's like, "I heard Frieza's back," and uh, elect's like. Oh, uh, Granola's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, Freeze's back. And he's like, yo, I can finally get my revenge. Uh, where is he at? I'm going to find him right now. And, um, yeah, I like his still, like, being coy about it. He's like, ooh, you want revenge? Huh? Don't even try it. Freeze's back and somehow stronger than ever. So you probably wouldn't mm -hmm. stand a chance. And Granola gets tight. He tries to approach Alec, but then, um, Gas, one of the guys from one of his henchmen just comes up and schools him real fast. Um, <laughs> and he's like, relax, we're going to go after freeze him at some point. You know, it, whenever you want to go get revenge, we plan on helping you out. But you Yo, know. so they're heaters and, and then it's freezer. So that's like the rival. Oh, you're right. Whoa. That's crazy. I didn't think about this. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking. Oh my God. Good, good catch, Josh. I really didn't Jesus notice that. Christ. That's really I didn't funny. realize how simple this shit was. <laughs> granola. Yeah. So granola is go home and take some time to cool that head. Mm -hmm. Basically, is what he tells him, and then granola's like, "I mean, go have that freezer and go die to his golden form." <laughs> yeah. So he's alive, right? Yeah, he's yeah, alive. He yeah, he is. is. So. Granola fucks off, but he's like, fuck it, I'm going after Frieza. And, um, yeah, basically, he's, they see him fly off, and he's like, oh, damn, I think he's actually going to go for it. And um, Wait, hold on real quick. I can't unsee it now. I can't unsee it. They're doing fire puns every five seconds now. <laughs> oh, my God, you're right. They Brian. lit a fire under Granola. We'd be in hot water if... <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> I don't love it, but whatever. It is what it is. Uh, 
So basically, he's like, so Frieza's gonna ice the guy for me. Ice the he's guy. Explaining. Wait, wait, wait. There's another one. Put this whole thing on the back burner. God, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it now. <laughs> I hate this. No, but uh, basically, they're saying like, eh, you know what? Uh, he's getting a little too strong, so. Glad it's cereal. Yeah, I'm glad. All right, all right. I'm glad that, you know, he's probably going to go after Frieza and Frieza's going to take him out for us, you know. He can't get too strong for whatever reason. Uh, because after all, we're soon we'll have all we need, the exact location of Zuno, the ultimate Intel broker. And, uh, yeah, he's flying off. Uh, and he's like, it will take two days to reach the planet Serial. And I'm like, it's still around? Are the people still there? <laughs> I thought it was destroyed. But anyway. Um, as, uh, as he's flying through space, this old bounty hunter that he talked to before, who was like getting real cozy with his bounty thing, uh, with the artificial life form was like, ha ha, give me that bounty, bitch. I'm robbing you. Um, and they settle down on this planet real quick to scrap up. Um, he tricks them into going into his unmanned ship and somehow managed to escape to some mountaintop where he stuns two of them inside the ship. And he has, like, his gun thing, like, mm, no stun gun for you. I'll pierce you in your fucking heart, dude, if you don't back off. And uh, also, run your fucking money. He also gives, takes his money. He leaves his money there. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a cool moment. So he's like, all right, well, now it's time for me to go back. Alec was right. I'm still not powerful enough to take down Frieza. To avenge the Serialians I lost, I'll have to grow stronger than anyone and uh as the uh Weiss's fish thing is sleeping he starts muttering in his sleep universe seven balance shifting the strongest warrior in the universe will soon rise up is it not goku whoa un- wow <laughs> i feel like we're too mean to dragon ball super sometimes where i'm like <laughs> where we're like whoa strongest warrior like Ignorora, <laughs> put him in my yogurt. <laughs> and it's good. Dog, I swear to God, there's gonna be a yogurt character at some point. <laughs> yeah. I bet money that yogurt's well, gonna show up. Be the different types of cereal. How there's like, like there's granola. There's oatmeal. Um, um, for you know, like Ritz. You know what I'm saying? Ritz that's, crackers. That's hot cereal. Yeah, that's, that counts as cereal also. Does it? Anything that's green. Really? That you eat in the morning. Yeah, grits, farina, um, um, oatmeal, um, granola. You know. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for farina to show up. Dairy, you know Damn, saying? dude. You have encyclopedic Coffee? knowledge of, of cereals. Well, those are some of the best ones. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because my grandmother, she used to call oatmeal hot. She would be like, you want some cereal? And I would, and I would be like, "Oh, what kind you guys?" She was like, "You know, like the regular kind, like you know, like uh, just the plain." I'm like, "What the fuck you mean by plain?" The plain. And she's like, "Like the hot cereal." I was like, "Are you fucking? Are you talking about oatmeal?" <laughs> 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 like no one calls it hot cereal, but that's how I knew. Mm. And then she also explained to me. Well, this episode's gonna be called Hot Cereal. Cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, are we not going to talk about how the Cerulians Cere- have a fucking Byakugan? 
essentially on their right eye. It's not Byakugan. It, it's just because yeah, no but face. they basically said Cerulean's right eyes are especially adapted to snipe. That's Is that right? That's a Byakugan, bro. Well, don't bring smoke bombs because I guess the Cerulean's will do that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I will be You're forever so bitter. <laughs> I will be forever bitter. You're so fucking petty. <laughs> Hey, don't build any buildings that the Cerulean's can't see through. What is the point of this dude's goggles if he has an eye that I guess automatically like, does this shit for him? Uh, an aesthetic choice? No, it has like the communication device within it as well. Um, maybe there's like a, a certain um, condition, like maybe it, it there's there's a certain like light that it can't take or whatever. I don't know. There has to be some kind of function to it, but I I don't doubt that there is. Um, well, the Byakugan. I'll call it that until it's proven otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was Dragon Ball Super. I mean, honestly, not a bad chapter. I do like that every now and then we get hints that, like, there are themes of Saiyans, of Goku and Vegeta having to answer for the sins of the Saiyans in the past. Um, we get little moments. Like, like one of the one of my favorite moments from the Moro arc was when Vegeta went to Namek. And it's like, yeah, I really did fucking bad by these people, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to make amends, and and you know save them this time um and i feel like this is going to be a little bit more of that kind of stuff um which i appreciate uh so you know i don't i don't really have anything negative for real to say about dragon ball super this chapter in particular um i'm excited to see where the possibility goes um any any final thoughts before we move on this chapter is a zero out of ten for all the fire puns you're right I was a lot. I found fun. another one with enough cash to burn. Oof. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. Yeah, you are not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Freezes back and somehow stronger than ever. So you'd be playing with fire. Dude, I didn't notice all of these before, Brian. I'll tell <laughs> you what. You're really harsh in my mellow right now. And uh, we got to stop it before. When people are running scared, they fired up to make deals. Brian, stop. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Oh, oh, shit. My Hero Academia. Let's go, baby. I was wrong. I mean, we were all a little wrong. <laughs> Uh, this is My Hero Academia, chapter 997. Oh, I wasn't talking about this. I, was, I wasn't talking about that. Actually. Oh, your guess as to what was next? Yeah, yeah, but it's fine. Um, it's all right, we were all still wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change the Regardless, fact we were wrong. We were okay. all wrong. We're wrong a lot on this show. <laughs> if you like New Jump City, you like people being wrong a lot. But this is My Hero Academia, chapter 297. Tartarus. Uh, the opening page... Tartarus sauce. <laughs> now that's the episode Dude, that's title. Now that's the ti- now that's the title of the show. Uh, this is a 297 Tartarus. Uh, we start off with the jailbreak that we figured that was going to take a whole arc last issue last week. Turns out they're doing it right now. No fucking loop. Now, right now, it happened. Yeah. Right now, no All Might, no nothing. Just Throw the Vaseline aside. <laughs> yeah. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Are you marked? Yes, sir. Go. What, what's happening? What? Oh, what the? I'm racist. I'm racist. I don't think we're lead. racing to oh, the I end. I don't the lead. It's, uh, oh. 
Uh, what's his name? The creator of the series. That guy. Horikoshi. <laughs> Horikoshi. <laughs> Nobody he's moves faster than Horikoshi, shot. dude. He. Yeah, that's right, Nikki. Legend has it he I drew this in that. three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so basically, it's already there's no like build up to it. We just it's already in effect. Uh, Shigaraki is there. He's just taking down all the guards. Um, we cut inside of Tartarus where there um, these guards are kind of talking about. Um, the people coming in, uh, they talk about getting Jigato Machia, and uh, they're basically like, yeah, I mean, you know, this is, all these people, they stink, they walk around, they might walk and talk like people, but these disgusting beings only managed to mingle with society as long as they did, because the quirks have warped our standards for humanity, and man, these guards are deep as fuck. (laughs) No, they're fucked. Bro, no, they're like racists. Like, <laughs> like some of these villains that we're gonna see, like they're fucking mentally ill. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They're irregular and they, and they they need to be separated. It doesn't mean they deserve to fucking die. You know? What well, I'm I think um yeah, really suffering. yeah, I think what they're building to here is because like not only the events that just happened, but these guards in particular are so like kind of um what's the word um cynical about things or um or numb to it that they're yeah. like. There's, some, I feel like there's some gonna be some anti-quirk uh, sentiments being built within society as a whole. Um, I think that's what this is kind of hinting at that people are starting to get. Plus, it looks like these guys are non-quirk users as well. So yeah, by the people that. who yeah, have, right. for the people Wait, who have actually, no powers, are gonna be like, this world sucks, dude. Honestly, I don't. I feel like, oh, maybe I read this in My Hero Vigilantes or God, something. Damn, we gotta start I reading. I think that. there was some. I think there was something about people like being tired of being looked down upon by quirk users or something. I don't know. Like, makes sense. Or or like our over reliance on quirks to get by. Maybe that's a Shigaraki thing, but maybe like the analysts from Korra. Yeah, there's something similar to that. I'm not sure it, where exactly it comes from, but I feel like this isn't some the first time something like this has been touched on in yeah. my hero. I wouldn't be surprised. We gotta read Vigilantes, I guess, to fucking get the whole story i guess because i've apparently Dude, right now the vigilantes arc is actually kind of nuts apparently we're missing a billion important plot threads that actually are relevant to this story but we're getting we're getting some all might versus all all for one action all right yeah don't spoil it i guess i mean we know how it turns out but anyway uh yeah they're they're taking on heavy fire uh Shigaraki is riding on one of the high-end Nomu's back as he's kind of arguing with uh, All for One who's inside the prison. He's basically like, I said this is my body. And Shigaraki's like, oh, All for One's like, no, it's not anymore right now. I'm taking over. Um, Your body's too fucked up. I need you to be healthy. You know, the hyper generation is not working right now. So, um, And Shigaraki's like, but you told me to fucking stay still. He's like, yes, but after we break me out. What? Yeah, <laughs> so impatient. Um, yeah, basically he's like, you spat upon the world that you didn't that didn't so much extend as helping hand, and you desired strength, but uh, the result this is the result. All of this is because of your fucking strong will. Aren't you fucking happy? Isn't that all that matters? And uh, Shigaraki's like, I won't be your pawn, and he says, you have it all wrong. You're so very near and dear to me. After all, you're the next me. And he just continues to fuck shit up. Uh, and um, at some point, he he uses the 
search quirk that he got from like the wild wild pussy cat ragdoll. Yeah, I'm like, damn, what a fucking yeah, ass. I hurt. I hate him so much. Um, so yeah, he's he's basically he manages to knock out the systems inside of Tartarus. Um, and I'm like, jeez. And not only that, he manages to release several criminals, or if not all of them, from Tartarus. Uh, to the point we see some familiar faces as the guards are getting to mobilize. Someone breaks into their fucking headquarters, and it turns out it's Muscle from way back in the day. I never thought I'd see yeah. him again, honestly. His name was Muscular or something Oh, like that. Muscular. Yeah, you're probably right, Brian. It's Muscular. Midoriya had, like, in one of the most awesome moments of this entire series, unfortunately. He reminds me, he looks, um, he even looks kind of like Bellamy. Like, he has the Bellamy effect where I'm like, whoa, I didn't think I'd see you again. Yeah, he's like Bellamy mixed with Bakugo. <laughs> yeah. I thought they used his body for that no move. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not. Same. Um, but I guess I remember that they... And Moonfish. Appreh- yeah, Moonfish. And I'm like, yes. I thought they got rid of him too early. I love this guy. His power is you so... You didn't think they got rid of him too early? No, no. Uh, Moonfish. I thought they got rid of him too early. The teeth guy. Mm. I'm like, oh, his power is so weird and creepy and cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And Do we know who this lady is? No. Or is she she's new? N- she's new. But a lot of people are really thrilled about Could her. Could be a dude. No, it's a girl. She has she has boobs. Um, a lot of people are theorizing because of the hair color that it's Night Eye's sister. That's the big theory that's prevailing. Uh, Night Eye's sister? Yeah, that Night Eye has a villain sister. Um, but no, she hasn't appeared to this point. Um, that's kind of random. I mean, I don't know. She'll obviously show up. Um, And it turns out one of the gates didn't open. So she just, you know, on her way out, she notices that someone's banging on the door. So she's like, I guess I'll be a nice person and open this door. And who emerges from that particular door but Overhaul? Oh, boy. Who? Overhaul. That's Overhaul. You didn't know? I didn't know that was him at first either. I saw the arms and I was like, Oh, that's overall. <laughs> and I think the little eyelashes in the bottom of his eye. What do you call boss? His boss. The yeah, old man. I don't know. What? The old man, his boss. Oh, you the remember old, the old man. You remember the, the boss of his mafia? Why is he just saying that now, though? Because he's worried about him. Because uh, the boss, his boss is sick. Oh. Like, he's that, that old. That got me a little confused. I thought he was calling her boss. No. He he remembered like I think he's he's definitely referring to that old man that you know he's he's like protecting and trying to resurrect his mafia thing. Um, oh, but yeah, that was a little confusing for me. That was kind of crazy. It took me a second too, but I real I realized I remembered that like oh yeah he was part of this mafia guy and this mafia team and there's this old man involved. Um, Cause he could, yeah, he would have been able to just destroy the hell entire prison, but he he got shot. You know what I'm saying? Why else would he be in this prison with all these other people? That's got to be overall missing arm. Yeah, he lo- he lost both of his I arms. I did not keep that. I think he lost both of his arms, didn't he? I don't recall. I remember that. So Shigaraki is he basically quirkless now, or can he do that shit with his feet? <laughs> he can't do it with his feet, Brian. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens with uh, with. I'm sure he'll show up not on Shigaraki's side, though. Um, because there's no way after he rotted one of his arms and had Mr. Compress compress the other one that he's going to be one of their team. 
Um, so yeah, he runs off, yeah. and apparently Muscular finds Shigaraki and All for One. All for One is looking good as new, almost, just like still with his no face going on, uh, and he's basically talking to the villains that just escaped and said, "If it's freedom you desire, submit to me, brethren." Witness bear submit. and wit- <laughs> submit this impending void submit. era will give rise to a more perfect demon lord. And this will be the story of how I became the greatest demon lord of all. Demon, demon lord. Yeesh. I, I mean, I don't even know what his plan is, really. I mean, I guess I guess it's literally to take Jordan over Shigaraki's body. World Man. domination. Oh, yeah, world domination. But also, I'm going to take this boy's body. Um. Oh yeah, that's it. Uh, well, that was faster than I thought it would be. <laughs> last week, this, last time we covered my this, hero, we 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 theorized that it's going to be a whole arc with All Might and Stain versus all these escaped villains. Nope, <laughs> not at all. Just uh, let's there was arc. even a mention of them. Hang on, hang Maybe on, hang yet. on. Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. No, look. So look, I, obviously Maybe All Might yet. isn't here. Obviously, All Might isn't here, but Stain is still in Tartarus, right? Ooh, and they're all villains. Yeah, they're all villains. He fucking hates their guts. So, there's... Does he? I feel like there has to be an encounter between Stain and, and All for One. Who there knows? has to be. Who knows? There I... just has to be, dude. Come on, Shigaraki. <laughs> I mean, come on, uh, Horikoshi. Give us that, at least. <laughs> if there is going to be a Stain meeting... I don't know if it's going to be right now, but I don't know. <laughs> I did like this chapter a lot. Uh, it's not what we es- expected, but I still pretty much, I really enjoyed how, like, how it was put together. Um, I like that. You and know, it makes sense. Yeah. As much as I hate to admit it, it makes sense for the timing for this. You know, like all the heroes are fucked up. They're dealing with a lot of shit right now. This is the best time for a, a breakout out of all the times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm into it. Um. Yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly, uh, not what we were expecting, but still good. Um, ready to ready to move on, boys. Also, I wonder what's gonna happen with Shirakumo if he's gonna release him too. What's his actual name? Like his not his actual name, but his villain name. Uh, fuck. The Kurugiri. 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 Oh, Kurugiri. Yeah, that Isn't guy. Isn't he like out of commission right now? I'm sure they'll get him back. Um, because they released all of them, so. Kuragiri is probably still out. Like, he's probably out by now. Um, but who knows? I'm excited to see what happens next. Um, ready to randomize, boys? Yes, sir. Let's go. Dr. Stone. Um, this is Dr. Stone, Chapter 181. New World Science. Banging color page, by the way. Um, it's. Uh, I guess it's like a promotion for Boichi's... Um, ace manga so that's why he has like this sad reality that we don't ever get to experience where senku <laughs> where yeah. Sen- it's kind of mean to a degree where he basically senku saves ace from the fucking fist uh, i'm like damn that was fucked up boichi uh but last doesn't week, he just kill luffy then yeah the fist is still moving so he just murders luffy because um, he went in, he 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 went in the way to block him from punching Luffy. That's what happened. Yeah, it's all right. He'll replace Luffy and become king of the pirates. Yeah, okay. it'll just happen to him, and he'll just take over. That's what chance. everybody wanted anyway. 
I, I don't I don't I don't know what it was. I guess it was the fire. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. But anyway, uh last we left off with Dr. Stone, they found basically this epicenter of the uh of the event that transformed the world into stone. It's this big pyramid of Medusa uh things basically. <laughs> The little mechanisms that uh, transform the world into stone. So, you know, he just decides to pick a bunch of them up and says, one meter, one second, and then just tosses them. Everybody moves out of the way because why would you just do that without warning anybody? Um, but it doesn't work. Uh, Taiju tries it a billion other times, but all of them are out of battery. So, yeah, so it all it all works out. You know, everything's done, so. What are they going to do now? I guess they're going to find a way to examine it. And uh, Sukasa puts on these brass knuckles that he got out of nowhere and just smashes one and is like the best way to uh, the best way to fucking learn about a thing is to take it apart, put it back together. Um, pretty cool shit. And they bring up a really good point about how, you know, they could never do this before because of how finite they were and, uh, you know, the risk involved. Mm-hmm. But now that they have so many, no problem. Yeah, they had. Like, all right, cool. That makes this mission fruitful. Yeah, they only had like two of these, but now they have an unlimited um, amount. Uh, meanwhile, back on Stanley's ship, they seem to be tracking them with radar um, to do, to a degree. So the plan to counter that is to make a stealth uh, vessel to continue to sail uh, down this river uh, and be able to, I guess, study it without being uh, detected. So. They eventually just build it. <laughs> it takes like maybe half a day for them to do it. Um, and they don't really know how they're going to avoid it because they test out a radar to see how it works. Um, and the stealth, the stealth uh, ship is f- better, but you know they could. I think Ukio could still pick it up on the radar to a degree. Um, and then Chrome comes up with a pretty smart idea where they're like, "Wait a minute." If this was here when you guys were still around, like before the whole event happened, then why did nobody notice them, even with like way more advanced tech than we have? And uh, Ukio decides to test out his radar on these Medusas themselves, and it doesn't show up on the radar. Mm-hmm. So their plan yeah, is, to, yeah, their plan is to stick on uh, as much as possible around the stealth ship for it to not pop up on the radar. Uh, pretty smart. Uh, very like. Uh, resourceful play from Chrome. Uh, that's what he's best at is kind of just coming up with like the simple solution nobody thought of. He's not an overthinker. He just kind of like realizes things. is very intuitive off the bat. Uh, it's very cool. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. And they have like a... I like how inspired Sensu looked at the scene and like, ah, that's my, that's my boy. My protege. My protege. My protege. Uh, but this was a very fun Dr. Stone chapter. I, I very much appreciated this character moment from Chrome. Uh, I can't wait to see where this is going. We're finally going to start to get more answers as to what happened and who made these things in the first place. So very into it. Um, not much to say about Dr. Stone other than that. Um, you guys, uh, you guys, any final thoughts before we move? All right. Nah, man. Um, Dr. Stone nope. has picked up a lot in the past, like, Four, five, six chapters. Um, the fight was—I like the fighting between the uh, the American forces and them. I thought it was a little weird, but Doctor Stone is kind of—you know—they they, they kind of blaze their own path anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they go about things. So 
it's been it's been progressing you're uh, pleasantly well where i feel like they kind of aired off the path for a little while mm-hmm. it's piqued my interest still has my interest and good things we're gonna keep covering dr stone for sure times where <laughs> you know yeah i mean you know there's off times for it but it's not bad it's never bad but in any case that was dr stone and that has been our show Thank you guys so much for listening again. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, you can follow me at the Chris Espinal at b.esp at jdcole underscore 37. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram as well. Email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, comment below. Subscribe. Like. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast. Uh, uh, Amazon Music, we're on that. Uh, we're pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. So you know, uh, we are on the road to 100. I mean, we're almost there, guys. I'm so fucking happy and excited for that. Um, but until then, thank you guys so much for listening, and stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out.